natural gas, petrol, coal are just a few of many energy strategies or sources used around the world nowadays, especially in USA. Throughout this podcast, we will evaluate the policies of the government, the different strategies, and in what ways are they being put to use in a society. We are really grateful to be accompanied by Mr. Osman, an expert scientist that will help us with his experience opinion about the subject. To start this podcast, let's start by the basics and then we will recur to our expert. Firstly, what do we understand as an energy strategy? An energy strategy is an action plan to manage the, su the supply, procurement, cost and efficiency of energy across all areas of business. Businesses that choose to implement energy an energy strategy make an informed decision to be clever about who they partner with for their energy needs. Now that we have a basic point of view about what an energy strategy is, we should establish how we humans use energy on a daily basis. When we talk about residential uses of energy, the most basic ones are the ones that we use from a day-to-day -day basis. They include watching television, washing clothes, heating, lighting up the home, taking a shower, working from home on your laptop or computer, running appliances, and cooking. These are just few of the examples of how we use energy on a daily basis. But the strategies or ways that we receive the energy are just a few, especially in a big society like the United States of America. Well, as mentioned before, the USA only uses about four to five different strategies to acquire the energy that all citizens use, especially in big cities or societies. The biggest one being natural gas and petrol which as everybody knows, are two of the most dangerous energy productions for the environment. After this, we know that there is a problem in the energy industry where multiple strategies aren't sustainable. In order to take care of the environment and use energy responsibly, we should establish what a sustainable energy strategy is. Sustainable energy development strategies typically involve three major technological changes. Energy savings on the demand side, efficiency improvements in the energy production and replacement of fossil fuels by various sources of renewable energy. It will also be important in this podcast to evaluate the government's policies according to this. One example is the state of California, where a goal has been set to have 100% of renewable energy and zero carbon electricity by 2045. Governor Jerry Brown signed a bill mandating the electricity target on Monday. He also issued an executive order calling for statewide carbon neutrality, meaning California removes as much carbon dioxide from the atmosphere as it emits by the same year. Another policy are the green taxes, but many consider it insufficient in the USA, as the average environmental tax rate in another organization for economic cooperation and development, or OACD, countries is 2.23% of the GDP, while in the US it's only 0.9% of the GDP. This is another strategy the United States use in order to incentivize environment-friendly businesses, but lots of experts consider it, consider it insufficient. We will ask, of course, our expert later if he considers it like that. We have been fortunate enough to have a quick interview with Professor Osman, who helped us clear up doubts when it came to the main idea, 
and we even got a chance to ask a couple questions, which we just received the answer to. Okay, so the first question we asked Mr. Osman is what type of energy strategy does he think will be the healthiest for the environment in comparison to petrol and natural gas? His response was pretty simple he, and precise. He mentioned that hydrogen, hydrogen is going to be the best strategy for the future or solar power, not just for us, but for everything around us due to it being really not as contaminating as petrol and gas. Another crucial question we asked Mr. Osman is, what is his view on green taxes in America? Are they too low? Is it a good policy? Is it really beneficial compared with the possible economic damage? How could the government incentivize green business? He responded by saying that it is a solid policy. It is more beneficial in comparison with the possible economic damage and the government would have to find some kind of way to reward them but I can't imagine which at this time. The third question we asked Mr. Osman is what might be a negative effect from the overuse of natural gas and petrol as the main sources of energy throughout the USA. He said that global warming is something that we as a future generation have to keep in mind. Now that global warming has reached insane levels and is starting to have an effect on things like different poles, North and South Pole, climate, drought and water shortages, etc. Back to some government policies, what is your opinion on the ambitious goal of the state of California set for 2045 of having 100% renewable energy and zero carbon electricity? Is it realistic enough? What changes would it imply? The fifth and last question that we had from Mr. Usman is what is a way or energy strategy throughout the time that the USA as a society can adapt instead of petrol and natural gas and how may, it, may that affect the world in general. His answer to that question was hydrogen because it is a renewable source that is much cleaner than petrol and natural gas and at the same time it is even more powerful and energy efficient than fossil fuels. Well that will wrap up our show for today and we hope you had a fun time here with us and we wanted to thank Mr. Osman for responding to some of our questions and give us a sort of point of professional's point of view on some of these things and yeah hope you have a great day and thanks for joining us Thank you.